using AI to create regional SEO content. How do you do that? Well, you type a prompt into AP, uh, AI and it'll get your regional content. Not exactly. It's a little bit more involved. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's take a look at how that works. Uh, so slide one. AI is great. I'm going to tell you why. The greatest thing that AI is for is it'll write stuff that you would yourself probably have problems writing. At least I always had a problem of self-praise, smells bad, that old saying. It's an old, it's an ancient adage, and it applied to me very much throughout most of my life and to this day. I'm going to write a great text about your business, about everybody else and things I like, and but when it comes to my own skills in business, I'm sort of hesitant. I have a hard, it's difficult for me to self-praise myself to the extremes because it's a little bit narcissistic, and I'm really not narcissistic in a... So, uh, you know, there's a fine line. I mean, you, you got to do some promotion. You got to do self-promotion, but just going around saying, no, you know, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. <laughs> Doesn't go over that well. So uh, my thing is um, I never always have a hard time. I'll, I'll talk about all the experiences. I'll talk about all the stuff I know. I'll explain stuff in detail, things, all this other stuff. But uh Generally, self-praise is more difficult. And I think I'm not alone. I think, you know, I think many of you, it's the same way, like, it's an issue, like, watching a recording or recording something and listening to yourself back. is like most even actors I've met and I've spoken with, they said, I hate watching myself on the screen. <laughs> so, and it's self-praise is sort of the same thing. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so when you want to write the text, AI comes in great because you have three options. You could do this text yourself, and you're going to have some time. You know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have to spend some time doing quality text. And so you, uh, and if you're a writer, it's great. Writing about yourself, well, maybe a little bit more difficult. But anyway, that's option one. It's just going to cost you time. You're going to spend some time doing it. But you can, ultimately, you'll get it done. So, Second option is to hire somebody and hire somebody. I was watching the rates per hour, 50s generally, you know, the price, what, what you're going to pay for. So if somebody writes an article for you, about three hours, about 150 bucks to get about a 600 or to a thousand word article. Uh, you could get somebody cheaper, like a college student or something, but generally you don't have that much experience. But if you're going to get somebody like, uh, like me, who's who's been writing text for more than 30 years, then that category of prices, actually, what I was reading about, like how to price my own services, and uh, they did mention that uh, if you have more than 20 years of writing, it depends on how popular or how much of a brand you, you build around yourself, and then you can pretty much ask $90 or above per hour. So uh, that's where I'm at, but... Um, Anyway, again, going to back, back to self-praise, I'm just, I'm just a simple content writer. I'm, you know, <laughs> I try to stay humble and, uh, and respectful and stuff. So, but anyway, so yeah, you could hire somebody and it's, uh, you know, either it's a famous person who's going to do the same work, but, you know, he's going to charge you 200 It's kind of like the brand names. You know, you buy a, 
the same product it's just a different label different brand and then they'll charge you you know two hundred dollars and the same thing for you probably get the same quality for a hundred bucks but that's generally the prices like college students twenty dollars experienced people 50 and 20 more years of experience is 90 and above so you know that you could take your pick there but then the third option is the ai and the ai is great because it's free and it will spit out a great article great quote unquote but that's what everybody will tell you on youtube all the uh influencers and they'll say oh yeah he's got this great articles and you know i'll get into that and that's exactly the uh, the core of the webinar today is that you're gonna get sure you're gonna get it for free, yep, without a doubt. But it's not complete, and I'll get into the details of it in the next slides. What happens is it's gonna cost you the money, whereas yeah, normally somebody would generate that article for let's say $150. Now you're gonna send it to him, say just fix it up, and so for $50 an hour, he'll probably have that finished in an hour or so. So that's where the power of AI, how awesome it is, and where it comes in really handy. But, or you could spend your own time doing it, that way you get it for free. But there's no way the influencers are saying, oh, the, the YouTube videos, well, you just, just put in the prompts and you can get 50 articles done a day. Yeah, but they're gonna suck. <laughs> that's just what it comes down to. Anyway, this is, this is the top scale. This is, uh, this is the flesh readability ease. For those of you that write, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you that have no clue, I'm going to try to go through it and explain some of it. It's a, it's a formula. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, you know, look, just look at it. It's just, you know, um, 206.835 minus 1.015 total words divided by sentences minus 84.6 times total syllables divided by words. Easy. And you get how easy it is. I mean, you know. And then, then you get into the breakdown of the scores. The score basically is from a, there's no minus. I'm going to, again, I'm going to explain the scores later. But generally, plain English level, it's 60 to 70, which is about a seventh grade reading level. And then most of it, most of you should shoot for fairly easy, 70 to 80. That's about roughly what you get with not much effort once you learn how to do it. It's about uh, grade level six. Then you have grade level five, 80 to 90. As a point of interest, I'll put in a Melville, Moby Dick has a score of 5.46. That means it's like five, fifth and a half level, grade level of reading, which is somewhere in that 80 to 90. Just to give you an idea again, it's, you know, and then you have grade four, which is 90 to 100. That's about what you should, that's like the top score is around 100. I mean, you can go above that, but for example, Hemingway went above that with a 3.9, so. You know, it's uh, grade level 3.9, which is a little better than 4, so lower on the scale. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that's Hemingway, and that's why it's so easy. And that's his uh, Old Man in the Sea has a 3.9. Moby Dick scores at 5.46. Hemingway, Old Man in the Sea, 3.9 on the ease of read, on the flesh readability ease. And that's pretty amazing scores. I mean, if you're going to go try to write text and I, like I said again I've been doing text with more than 30 years and when a couple of years ago I started writing content writing for web I spent three months just relearning how to write because I was never a professional writer I would write books or something but I always translated documents and promotional materials work you know did a lot of you know official stuff all sorts of categories, whether it was medical text, whether it was, you know, I had to write 
letters and communicate and also, you know, promotional stuff and flyers and invitations to seminars or whatever else. So it was a lot of work that I was doing, but I never wrote professional original text for like where I competed in the quality of text. So I was like, you know, let me see. Let me let me get into let me get into the details of this when I started writing globemer.com articles for myself. I was like, you know, and I started getting into this and spent three months on it. I was like, oh, it's a completely new way to write. It's kind of very close to what I was doing all the time. However, <laughs> it's, yes, it's the same but different. But yeah, it, it elevated my learning and writing, you know, stuff and, and the perspective of looking at text completely different. And when I say I got into this flesh readability ease, score and trying to get that and then measure it and then use the different tools to measure it out and to get the different statistics. I was like, yeah, you know, it makes the text a lot more clear. You may think that by saying, well, I'm going to make it readable to a four, fourth grader, that you're sort of dumbing down the text. But no, it's not really dumbing down. It is in a way somewhat a little bit, but it's not really just dumbing down. It's just making it flow better because <sighs> people... When you get those compound sentences, blah, 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 but also, although, but it, with the exceptions, the, people get lost in that. No matter how smart you are, you have to pay a lot of attention. And it's not going to be fun to read. It's just going to be hard labor, basically. So, yeah, you just, um, that's, what you do, that's what you don't want. Anyway, so now let's get into, this is the basics of it. And then this one, I want to just kind of like first, I was thinking like, should, which slide should I put in first? But. So AI, you start with AI. I gave you some of the premise now, but now with the AI, you, you use either ChatGPT or Bard. Actually, my son did a great job on that two days ago for YouTube Shorts Global Production. You can watch that. You get into the very big details of it, how each one scores or whatever. I didn't want to put it in here because, it's again, it would be a four-hour webinar. I just wanted to cover the basics and the strategies, and he did a pretty good job on the, last, on the analysis of Bard and ChatGPT in about... 30 seconds with some visuals and stuff. I recommend you watch that short. I actually posted it yesterday too here as a promo to this <laughs> to this webinar. But uh, for example, I used the Write Me, a 600-word article on why NC Web Dev is the premium digital marketing service in Rally. I get an awesome article, but it does not really score that well because, and I'll show you in the next slide. And then the next one I was doing is, uh, and this is where the regionality comes in. So I, when I put in a prompt, I always put the region, the rally and see. And next one, I wrote a prompt, which is for the rduins.com website that we're working on right now. And that's write me a 600-word blog post on why I wanted to provide, why I want to provide home and auto insurance service in Raleigh, North Carolina. And here's some text to base this on. And you give them some history. So this, is a, this was a little bit more detail. And again, it came out with a very good text. But what happens is... Uh, it's got a lot of issues, and like I said, next slide I'll deal with that. But uh, these are sort of this is how you want to think about the regionality. The regionality. This is the kind of, you have to put in the city, the town, and then kind of you know the prompt cannot be just a write me a six hundred block post about auto insurance. Write me a six hundred block post about uh, about uh, I don't know uh, you know digital marketing. Write me a eight hundred. You know, those are simple prompts. What's going to happen is, again, a webinar I had a few weeks ago about drowning in the sea of the Internet. That's what's going to happen to your text. I mean, everybody will put in these simple things. So if you want to promote your business, 
you got to go regional, you got to go personal, and you got to write something to promote yourself and give the people reason. Because what, and I'm going to say this again, because I say this almost every week, nobody cares about you or your product. All your clients care about is what you or your product can do for them. Simple as that. They don't care. They won't. Everybody wants to know, well, you know, if I get into this, if I buy this, what can it do for me? What, what, what is going to be my benefit? So in the SEO objectives, what you got to focus on is put a company with the prompts. Company, city, self-promotion ideas, best, top, high, quality, premium, top customer care. You know, include some personal, regional experience, some example, sample, some, something from maybe your bio. But that's why you don't want to be like, again, you want to be careful with the bios because you don't want to give the large language models uh, too much personal information. That's something we covered in another one of our uh, YouTube shorts and uh, articles and stuff that the companies worry about uh, personal information. So kind of it's kind of a game but the way you could try different prompts and then you're going to get some decent text but then what happens next is uh, after all of this is this you're going to have ai generated ai generated text that scores somewhere between 16 to 45 on the flesh readability scale and remember that back to that table i said and this is where i was getting into is you you need to get at least a 60 to be considered readable and to score better by Google. I mean, this is why that flesh readability is so important is because Google has a formula, has an equation, and it has a, you know, and it will take this algorithm and when it all puts it all together, what will happen is it will score you, it will rank, it will... And we'll look at your text because what you got to do is you got to bring in some quality material and content for people. And it will, it will, Google will know about how long your people will stay on your website. But the higher the score, and like I said before, you're going to have people paying attention and they will actually be able to read even the second or third paragraph because they're not going to get lost. So Google knows this and Google will rank the easier readable tech, readable text higher. So even if you have two exact same posts, for example, or similar, similar length similar topic and everything else but one of them scores a 45 god forbid 20 on a readability score and then another one is 80 google will automatically say listen we know that this other one with the 80 will be more read because people will read it longer because it's easier to read people will not lose their focus or attention so that's what you that's what you're aiming for that's that's what that is it's uh you know is you don't want to get lost again in the sea of the internet and there are certain ways that they everybody does this and it's the highest and easiest readability score possible is 121.22 so by hemingway getting let's say a 102 103 on a novel it's that's pretty cool that's a that's some writing and on a personal note, I, when I was reading Hemingway in high school, I never liked him. I thought he had made a lot of mistakes, and it was a little dumb, and it was... But I was like, you know... And then, then looking at it, retrospect now, I get to appreciate his writing, although I still think some of his... But that maybe he's given by the time, because uh, English was a little bit different. But to give you, to give you an idea of what 
this is is um, the, for example this this one here the cat sat on the mat it's 116 the score of that one the reason why it's 116 is because it's short words short sentence and uh, very few syllables it's just basically one syllable every single one of those is the cat sat on the mat boom that's a 116 score yeah you're not going to tell much with that but <laughs> you can't I know, dude, if you would just have uh, the cat sat on the mat 25 times on the on your uh, website great we get 116 in the in the flesh readability but all the other indicators would probably not be so happy so um but this is this is the simplicity of writing so that the reader can follow your text and understand of course you're going to have to use some longer words especially in a professional uh language in a professional text you're always going to have to be like you know I'm just you know, you have there's certain words that are very long. They're gonna screw up your readability ease, but then you make up for it later on in a text someplace else. But uh, yeah, some high level college professor when he's gonna write some paper about some specific high topic, you're gonna have he's gonna have a hard time bringing down to sixty. But I and I did that test too. I was writing some highly professional stuff, and I think I was taking something from like Mass Mutual site, and I'm like. You know, like, that's a great thing, and I took their text, and I did a study, and I was like, you know, but their writing sucks, I mean, because it was only, it's got, it's got like a 35, so I basically took that text, and I was like, you know, let me see if I can, that's how I play around with these things, and I was like, you know, let me see if I can get this into, um, into higher rankings, so, and I, yeah, and I got that text to, like, 60, I said the same things, except I cut down the sentences, simplified them, I made the syllables, you know, the for example, you get a long word. Now, let's see if I there's a synonym that I can use, which I can substitute that long word with, you know, instead of, I don't, I mean, I don't have examples on top of my head right now, but, you know, in, like, for example, uh, over here on the page, you look at it here, it's, here, the word increase. Okay, so instead of increase, you can use raise. Way, number one way to raise readability. And that would give you a little better score. So that's just an example that I'm thinking about. And then the score does not have a theoretical lower bound. Therefore, it is possible to make score as low as wanted, arbitrarily including words with many syllables. And the lowest score that, ever, that somebody achieved, and I forget it, but you look at Wikipedia, it's on there. It's, I think it's like minus 500, and I think even... Uh, it was either Hemingway or Melville. One of those two was an example. And in his novel, there is a passage, like a paragraph, that scores minus 116. Because he tried to say something, and it was the best way to say it. But if you look at the work overall, there's very little of those things that will sort of mess up this readability score. So despite one paragraph, paragraph scoring minus 116 or something, he's still got a score of, uh, <laughs> of over 100. So that was interesting. And the successful writing is not depending on using long words and complex sentences because successful novels use fewer long sentences and long words because they're easier to understand. That doesn't mean is, that's not a, uh, what would you say? That's, that's not a guarantee of, having a, of writing a successful text or successful novel. It just makes it easier when you break down the sentences to simplify them. You know, instead of using a lot of commas, use a period. I mean, you know, that's uh, that's just how that works. It's 
people don't want to read complex sentences. And I think they don't want to. It's just the brain gets lost. When I was doing the translations, I had these long lawyer sentences with six fragments in the middle. And I was, I was always, I always, I always keep talking about it, but I mean, it was horrible. Lawyers especially should learn to keep it simple, but they're not. So anyway, number one way to increase readability is to break down the sentences. And number two is to use words with less syllables. And those, those two are generally what you want to be aiming for. And just using those two things, there's also the use of uh, transition words. It's a whole list of them that you should be using that makes it better. But that's something that Yoast does it because it makes the reader more, it points out the thing. It's kind of like taking a breath in the middle of the speech. It's like, you know, you just try to say a long sentence and on one breath. And at the end of the sentence, you'd be like, <sighs> so, you know, instead of take a breath. So, you know, that's a transition word. You say, okay, well, now here comes this. But it's, it's not, has, doesn't have to do with breathing. It has to do with kind of a flow of ideas. So, and the easier the reading score, the better your, uh, the better your, uh, uh, the better your SEO rankings will be. So, now, regionality. Why do you want to use regionality? Well, regionality rescues your business from the sea of the internet. And I'm using this as an example. I'm like, let's say you're a plumber, okay? So, and you build, you, and you write to ChatGPT, you're going to give ChatGPT a prompt that's going to say, well, you know, talk about why I'm the greatest plumber. Well, there's two, there's two things with that. And, you know, just in the United States alone, there's 428,000 uh, workers employed as plumbers. You know, we're talking about businesses, let's talk about workers, but I'm just using these numbers just to just to make out an example. And 428,000 is your competitors. So now you're going to write texts about yourself and about how great you are. So good, but you're competing with 428,000 people. So what you want to do is you want to know, you want to kind of bring it down and say, listen, uh... I'm really, if you're a plumber and you're looking for jobs and you live in, I'm right now North Carolina using as an example, there's no reason for you to try to get business in Orlando, Florida. There's no reason for you to go to Washington. There's no reason for you to go to California to get business. So there, you don't, you don't need these plumbers. You don't, people, you don't need these clients. Leave it up to the other plumbers. You're, you're living, for example, in Raleigh or over here on the bottom, I got Wake Forest. But, you know, if you just focus on North Carolina business, your competition goes down from 420,000 to 11,700 plumbers. I mean, is it how many people you want to compete with? And how many people, what's your, what's your coverage area? So again, so when you write text about, you know, plumbing, you write about plumbing in North Carolina. And you write specific topics about North Carolina. Like, for example, I want to be doing this in North Carolina. You know, and this is, this is the service I provide in North Carolina. Don't forget to mention the state. And don't forget to mention the city, because if you just want to have, for example, in Wake Forest, then the Better Business Bureau has 326 people registered as plumbers. So right there, you only have 326 competitors. So even if everybody does the same thing that you do on the Internet using digital marketing, which I guarantee not everybody's doing, especially not plumbers and so even real estate do <laughs> that much digital marketing and they should do more. But anyway. You narrow down your competition, and that's what it comes down to. It's 420,000 nationwide, 11,000 in the state, and only 326 in your region. So make sure your articles and your 
overall SEO content, whether it's in videos or or uh, posts on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Make sure you have that regionality in it, you know. And here is uh, some content channels that we're using. And this is what happens to your content when you start doing this. This is an interesting graph because the one on the left is uh, my one year with NC Web Dev, roughly. I mean, this, is, this goes to 128.22. This is when we just posted the website, but I was we were not putting any content on it. And so it kind of like was growing because it was NC Web Dev, you know, North Carolina Web Development. So we put some intro stuff on it. Then in the middle of the year, or actually in May, we started putting, uh, we started putting some content and then our rankings dropped because all of a sudden we got content. So we got re-indexed by Google, reconsidered and stuff. And then it was, oh, you know, and then there was some problem with Google algorithm as well. So um, it dropped and shot up. And then as we started doing again more and more, this started picking up a little bit, the number of impressions in the search engines. And then there was an interesting interesting thing here about a month ago. Well, wow, it's two months now. <laughs> month number three, we opened up a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Globemer Productions, but it's linked to NC Web Dev. And uh, now when we put on YouTube our link to our website without putting any articles, without doing any content on the website, we were able to see that increase and then it was like right there, and then it just shot up recently, and I'm going to show you that on the next slide, which is something I discovered yesterday, and on the, the one on the right is basically the, uh, it says 28.5, 28 which is May 28th, uh, from my partner in Czech Republic, and he's got this thing, he's been doing that for a lot longer, but not the website, and he's been basically focusing on it as well, but it's, the, the reason why I put these two in there. And I have no clue why this time is here, so I'm going to shut this off. <laughs> the reason why I put these two on there is because uh, it, they both show the fact that you can't build this stuff over one month. You can't just shoot up. And even if you put a million dollars, Google's got to index you. you got competition. You, your, your site's got to be evaluated. You need some data of people visiting, how long they stay, how long they don't stay. But it just shows that... When you're going to promote yourself in digital marketing, you need to do it over a long period of time. And you also need to do it on multiple channels. And the website got a boost once we started doing YouTube. Even though, even though we didn't work really with NC Web Dev for a couple of months, we still got a boost because we started working on this other channel. And then this thing picked up. And then when ChatGPT and all these other AIs came in, I was like, oh, let me start using that and let me sit, leverage my time against, you know, my knowledge versus uh, the um, aid from the chat GPT. So it still takes me a little while to play with everything and to set it up right, but it definitely saves me time, the AIs. And then by having the backlinks, by having multiple channels, start shooting up. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's a LinkedIn you're going to use because we have a, a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. Facebook, we got very little. Instagram, we don't do at all because we're not really in the products for, link for Instagram. Uh, so this is, uh, so what you got to do, you got to do multi-channel and regional focused content. If you're going to go nationwide, you're going to lose out. And this is, uh, one interesting thing. We're going to the end of our webinar and this is just hot off the press <laughs> because of doing chat GPT stuff for about two weeks now for the website. It was getting a boost before then. 423 and stuff you saw that that small climb here it starts coming up 
And somewhere around here, I started putting new articles. And as I'm putting new articles, it didn't take too long. And only two weeks later, that's what happened. That's the power of regionality. Because I did put it, I did put up about six, no, about six articles altogether, seven. But I put them out in the blog where three of them were specifically focused on, on NC Web Dev and Rally North Carolina. And NC Web Dev North Carolina web development and Rally worked. How well? Well, <laughs> how well? This well. This well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right there. It dropped out. The, this is yesterday's data. You know, I didn't look at today yet because I've been busy again. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I will post some more as we progress with this. But, the, the, but because we have a YouTube and because I started using ChatGPT, I got, uh, I got a big boost. I got triple, quadruple just over a couple of days. Yeah, of course, it's going to go down some, but it's not going to be that much. It's, it's just going to, you know, we just we hit another level. But the, the point of the story is don't expect results in one day. This took me a year to build up. And then after a year, after the site gets indexed, uh, your domain has to get some age. Sometimes you can get this done in three to six months. But all the digital marketers will tell you, and I will too, it's don't even look at results for the first six months. If you get them, they're great. And you can get them because you can hit a niche. You can hit some, something that goes viral and stuff, and it's great. But it, and, and I'm telling my son all the time, I'm like, so you got 300 views on your video. So you got only 12. Don't worry. Keep putting them out. Try to analyze it. See how well you do. And if it doesn't do that well... Just keep putting it out because eventually, over a stretch of six months to a year, you're going to hit it. You're going to hit it and you're gonna, it's going to blow up. Always does. It's just a matter of time and persistence. That's just how it goes. So, be patient. Be consistent. Keep it simple. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple. Smarty pants. <laughs> and yeah, we have a new thing. And uh, uh, I do now project consultations for $250. If you go to the NC Web Dev website, you can schedule an appointment with me. You send me some materials. I wrote a big article about that. Me and Chad GPT wrote an article about that. So if anybody's interested, just go to the website, schedule a consultation, send me some stuff, and we could look at your particular product. I would be always glad to answer questions here and below in this uh and this thing, as you can see in this uh, webinar, but uh, yeah, if you're looking for a specific project, we got a special website page about that. So thank you for sticking with me.